if nothing changes, nothing changes. Unfortunately, we as fitness professionals don't use all the slogans we use with customers back on ourselves. You know, we don't get on our scales and check in. We don't, we just keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. It's quite ironic. I continually always put it back to the fitness owners and say, hey, this was a client. You'd be speaking the same way as what I'm talking to you now, isn't it? This is the Marketing Muscle Up Show, hosted by Richard Tutunji, where he gives you a peek behind the scenes into the conversations and strategies that can help you grow your fitness business and live the life you've always dreamed of. All right, welcome back to the Marketing Muscle Up Podcast Show. Uh, in today's episode, uh, I've got a special guest back by popular demand. Uh, you may have heard a previous episode a few ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, Amanda Brax, and uh, we talked all things marketing, sales, retention, growth, and um, I wanted to bring it back because I felt like we just started the conversation. Welcome back to the call, Amanda. Yeah, we just did. <laughs> um, and it's been a, it's been a, it was a good call. I got a lot of feedback from the podcast, and um, you know, you just sort of said, oh. I felt like I was a bit more fired up than the actual podcast came out. And um, it's interesting because, you know, you're a person that's been in the game for a while. So is myself. And I thought, oh, it'd be good to to do a couple episodes with you. Really kind of uh, going a little bit deeper in, um, you know, in in a few different topics around fitness and marketing. Um, You're presenting at our immersive coming up. And I just wanted to, the audience get to know you a little bit more. Uh, Where are you coming in from anyway, Amanda? You're in between appointments, I'm assuming. Yeah, I pulled over, uh, you wouldn't believe it, but I've pulled over at Avalon Beach because I can just pull in here and then I've got to go jump on a coaching session after this. So uh, yeah, it's it been a bit of a transition day today. It's, um, it's, a, it's a busy day. Well, I wanted to talk about the subject of longevity in the industry. I did speak about this a few podcasts ago and I thought you're, the, you're a great person to have a conversation on this. Um, nothing scripted here, team, but I, I, I'm, I'm curious... What I've been talking about a lot, when I when I harp on things in regard, there's a few things I have to harp on. One of the things I do harp on heavily about is money, how much you're charging, um, and longevity. And I think the two go hand in hand together. And I'll tell you what my thoughts are on the subject is that, you know, as you know, this industry is pretty passionate, um, fitness, wellness, helping people out. Um, some people call it, you know, um, hearts and entrepreneurs. There's other sayings out there like, you know, we're just going to help people and, and, and just, we just want to help people out. And uh, over the years, I've spoken to a whole bunch of different people, uh, new trainers, experienced people. But there's one thing, the common thread when you're talking to somebody who's been in the industry long-term, what's happened is a few things. One, they've, they've found their niche and they're in, they're doing actively fitness and health. And they're running their businesses still. And they were able to run it in a way where it's they're drawing out a wage, they're drawing out an income. Um, they've got a team. They've sorted them. They've sorted themselves out. And the other spectrum that I hear is that uh, someone's solo, and they're doing it for so long, they're just getting by, but they're saying it's okay because we're helping people out. And I, and I just think I wanted to get your opinion on on, on the matter because there's a lot. You know, the industry has been split, you know, through COVID. I think the operators that weren't really hard, like really into it or didn't have their business sorted, unfortunately, they may no longer be here or they've taken a different position up somewhere else working with their greatness. 
And then there's some people that are just um, uh, are in a stage right now where they've got to say, hey, this has to work for me. And, you know, we're getting so many good operators actually us coming to us, Amanda, at the moment, our Ninja program, where they're great operators, but they're realizing, hey, I want to be around for the next five years. What am I missing out on? And, and, that, and that has changed quite a lot. We're not getting people that are coming and saying, oh my gosh, I need 100 leads, but I need them yesterday. Otherwise, I'm going to close my doors. And, and it's in a way, it's good to, it's good people are coming and going, yes, I'm going to be in this industry long-term, but I know that I need to improve A, B, and Cs. Um, that's what I'm seeing. I'd love to know what your thoughts are, someone who has been in the industry long-term, still working in it, still in the business, consulting, you're doing a mixture of things. Does that, is that what it takes? Do you have to do a mixture of things? Um, I think that you're right. There's a lot of people um, in different transitions at the moment, but there's one thing that's guaranteed and that none of us has been, none of us have been in this predicament before. None of us. Mm-hmm. So in the 30 years that I've worked in this fitness industry, never ever have we, we've always been able to pattern trends. We always knew what December would look like. We always knew what, you know, a May would look like, but none of us know, like just in my own studio, we had a cranking month last month in sales and now it's mm-hmm. dead quiet. And um, I have to then figure out, right, we've got a campaign, but now I need to navigate through this campaign this month. Last month, they were running in with their credit cards. This month, uh, it's it's quiet. Like it's just an unpatterned trend. So we can all guarantee that we all have to stand our toes the whole time. Um, we all have to uh, be real, keep our eyes wide open and be willing to make changes quickly in the, in, in terms of marketing, in terms of, uh, you know, lead generation. I've just reviewed my um, social media campaigns immediately. It's what's the 10th of the month or 11th of the month. And straight away, I, um, I quickly looked at that and went, what's happening there straight away, you know? Mm. So what you're saying to stay longevity, you've got to be on your toes much more than you were before. Totally. Before it was about planning and being strategic. Now it's about being adaptive to change really quickly. Mm-hmm. And what about if you're not adapted to change? What are you seeing? Like if you're not adapted, adaptive to change, what's... It's heartbreaking. It's just heartbreaking seeing people so far behind. They're still on the same, um, you know, still on the same memberships they were when we were in lockdown, you know? Mm. It's very difficult. I, I've just seen the lack of growth. It's the, the owners that are being progressive, that are trying, that are... It could be an old campaign that they're running, but they're doing yep. something. And if something doesn't work, you change like the tenth of the month. Something's not working for me. I need to change it this month. Well, that normally wouldn't happen. Mm. Um, the cancellations are now pumping through again. I'm seeing like again the you know we've got we, we've got issues in 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 the country with this interest rate rise, the threat of electricity rising. Like even last night, I got a text message come through, and it was a survey for the New South Wales government, and it was like is increasing electricity a concern for you so they're already plugging that through people's minds whether you were concerned or weren't they're actually pre-framing you that you should be concerned so it's really interesting times and I think we get a bit worried about it like whilst there's people that are going to be really sensitive to price increases there's a ton of them that aren't so we just need to adapt then to who's your market Mm. yeah it's interesting um I'm hearing a lot in marketing like a lot of marketers will now market, are you recession are you recession proof and things like that? They're great hooks at the moment. Um, very short term, but they're, you know, it it is. It's that fear of um getting the fear in now, um, teaching people that 
it, it's interesting. It's almost like it's just a progression from COVID. It's like, okay, another thing. Um, and, and what do you, what do you, so you're saying that what you're seeing, and I'm seeing the same thing too, for those business owners that are um, at the forefront, that are getting help, that are progressing, uh, they're doing okay. And they're getting, I mean, they're getting through and they're scaling and growing at this point. Um, last, um, you know, last podcast we talked about, and you just said it then, you know, 10th of the month, 11th of the month, you're reviewing your campaigns. Um, just take me through when somebody thinks they're too busy to review their campaigns because they're running a business. I'm busy being busy. I'm doing my sessions. Like we get that a lot, you know, there's just so many, only 24 hours in a day. Um, you're running a successful Pilates and yoga business. You're out doing consulting. You're doing a lot of different things, but I've heard it a few times off you 10th, 11th, this side of the month, you're into marketing. How long does it take you to put your head into that game and then action? Like what, what time frame should we have for you? Every day, like it's just, it's not hard. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is just see what results we got yesterday and then just every day make judgment. And then by the third, first third of the month, you think, well, if this is where we're at now, then times it by three is that that's what we want. Like clearly it's not. So last month it was so easy. Like it was like we were, we knew we were set up for a massive month. And then this month it's like, oh, we're way behind and we're getting cancellations and we're going backwards a little bit. So already straight away I've, um, I so every every morning just like brushing your teeth for five minutes I just check in it's five minutes just check in with the figures and then I watch it watch it watch it and if it doesn't improve then by the 10th of the month I've already got myself that we're going to do a text message campaign out to ex prospects um, like January February I'm going to do that next week March April the week after and June July the week after that and then just see if, the, if that text message doesn't work in that first week I'm going to change that too so then I just don't bomb everybody in the same text message campaign and I'm not after a huge amount of sales I just want to top up the cancellations that we've lost mm -hmm. and then we'll just see what happens with the rest of the month um, and you know you don't have to just go off and go crazy also I'm going to change straight away my social media campaign I've looked at that and apparently our graphics aren't picking up so I need to change the graphics now so they're not getting as much look in as what they did before we've run the same graphics and video for a while and it's getting tired so I just need to refresh that straight away and that'll be happened within 24 hours and then we can just have the rest of the month to be able to make progress you know it's right. really important and then you know a Friday afternoon you can get a glass of red wine you've finished the classes for the week and you can just open this up stuff up the biggest problem with people not taking a look isn't time, it's reluctance because it's fear. So it's not mm. time, it's fear. They don't want to know, they don't want to see. It's like the weight loss person. They don't want to get on the scales. People, we're going to get on the scales. You've got to do it daily, check in, see where you are, monitor, be patient, and then take, you know, change, you know, every third through the month, you know, it's just worth it. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. Fear, they don't want to see what's actually in front of them. Um, what is happening. That's, yeah, that's a super important point. Five minutes a day. We're seeing a lot in Facebook ads at the moment that what's happening for people who are, um, for people who are not, um, for it's not working yet, changing the copy and changing the creative uh, is definitely something that is working. And, it, and, and we always say to our clients, like I've got a, I've got a, a, a good friend that um, would spend roughly around um, 10 to $15,000 per day into Facebook, all right? Um, that's some ridiculous figure a year, maybe three or four mil. And, you know, you can see 
trends really, really fast when you when more money you spend. And mm. so the trend there is majority of the changes that are going to happen on Facebook. Like, so if your campaigns aren't working, the biggest thing that you can adjust is the creatives. Uh, that's the thing. Facebook now serves it to the right audience. They do all the heavy lifting. So I like the concept of you getting a red wine out on a Friday and thinking, well, what can I do? Because generally in marketing, we actually have to have a little bit of creativeness to us to be a little bit clever to get something working that's a little bit dead. And a lot of the time we, yeah, from my side, we don't, you know, trainers, fitness pros, business owners in general, we don't want to do that because there's a bit of work that has to require. We've got to get a designer. We're going to write copy. We've got to do creatives. Uh, just leave it for next month. You know, things will change. Um, but what you're saying, what I'm saying is like, well, it may, it, it's not changing unless you change. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. And I look, I had a different offer last month and we went back to our original offer and I said, is it the offer? And she said, no, I think it, it, by the look of the graphics, like that's the thing with social media, you can see what's not working. It's not the offer. It's actually the graphics aren't picking up. So, you know, that's the bonus of having experts, you know, with you as part of your marketing team. And again, it doesn't have to cost a lot. You just need to know, you just need to ask the question. I said, is it the offer or the campaign or the creative? It's only one or the other, really, isn't it? Mm, um, yep. It's the it's the offer, the copy, or the create or the or the image. So let's change one. It, you know, you wouldn't keep going with the same group fitness class if two or three people continually were turning up in that class. You'd change the type of class, or you'd change the instructor. So it's no different than my group fitness background as a group fitness manager and managing class numbers. And you wait two or three weeks. You know that two or three weeks that class isn't picking up, then change it because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Unfortunately we as fitness professionals don't use all the slogans we use with customers back on ourselves. You know, we don't get on our scales and check in. We don't, we just keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. It's quite ironic. I continually always put it back to the fitness owners and say, Hey, this was a client. You'd be speaking the same way as what I'm talking to you now, isn't it? Yeah. Great insights. And it makes things really clear. I mean, I think we all understand to get results. We check in, we write the reps down. We write the sets down. Is it 12 or 15? Like we're really specific when it comes to these things, aren't we? We're super specific. Oh no, yep. it's 13. No, it was 12.5, not 12. Like we, we, if we, we are like the best people to track numbers in marketing. If we could just understand that it's kind of the same. It's just, um, it's, ex it's exactly the same. My mom always but used to say to me, Richard, if you just put a dollar symbol in front of maths, you'll get the math equation when I was a kid. And it's true. You just got to think about it a different way. Um, and for anybody who's like, you know, saying in their mind saying, well, no, this is the way it is. I don't want to earn too much because I'm not helping people. I'm ripping someone off. I think it's rubbish because to help more people, to serve more people, to get more people healthier and fitter in shape, you have to make an impact. And to make an impact, you're either got, you, you've got to make money to put that back into get a more awareness in, in the marketplace. So really we've got to change this mindset of like, yes, you do have five minutes in the morning to check your marketing. Um, and especially that's what people are needing now because there is a lot of, um, you know, whenever fear comes out, what's going to happen here in marketing world and what you'll see and what anybody's going to see out there, they're going to see a lot of things happening and saying, we can guarantee you, we can help you. Um, you know, and they're going to be using a lot of fear tactics, but mm. the things that happened, you know, longevity in, the, longevity in this industry, uh, it, it is the consistent game. 
and it and it and it's and it's how to be consistent because I think everybody's going to be telling you kind of a similar process around that you have to be very uh, on on marketing on your business on sales on retention daily. Yeah, um, I think so. Oh, look, I do think so, and you know, like I remember going to a, a conference or just a little breakfast with Philip Mills back in the day, like the Philip Mills, you know. That was what 20 years ago and he said on the 1st of January always put your prices up a dollar and t- since that day I've always done it um, even like we did it uh, I think it was July I put our prices up not for the existing customers I just did it for the new customers and we put our prices up maybe two dollars a week um, in some respects so you know it's a tough time we didn't have a lot of leads coming in in July it was winter in Sydney it was full of COVID like it was just such a terrible time uh, Victoria was the same and you know what? It's just like, well, you know what? If we're not going to get more volume, we need to get more money in. So let's just mm. increase the spend. And so we still have less members in my small studio now than what we did. And when I say small, it's still 300 square meters with six, 700 members. So it's still an, a bigger size studio than average. But um, but we uh, put the prices up and our average spend has got up per customer to them, to what it was pre-COVID. I'm not saying it's all rosy and everything like that. And we're cashing in lots of green um, notes but what I'm saying is is that there's other ways to do it um, and this is really interesting right so I was talking about all the hard months so I reckon between April and let's call it se- September October so between April and September were the hardest months I've ever seen in the fitness industry um, and I'm going to say south of Queensland not saying it's easy in Queensland just a different entity than previous right so I just say it's been the hardest I've ever seen it in 30 years all my uh, colleagues and fitness industry people in Victoria say the same thing Sydney the same thing regional New South Wales not so bad but what we did then is we went right okay well let's increase the spend and then last month I put the joining fee back on right we took over four and a half thousand dollars in joining fees last month and my team have cashed in massive commissions and that's just insane that we, we put on the joining fee and we're taking $159 joining fees from uh, point of sale and we sold 20, uh, about 10 or 20 more memberships in the month than we did the month before with a higher direct debit and a higher joining fee. I don't know what part of maybe, just maybe the team, when the joining fees cheap and the memberships are cheap, maybe they're just selling on price mm. where when we had a higher joining fee and then a higher yield per month per week, the team have to put in the effort and do a thorough needs analysis and not get sloppy by just saying, oh, well, you get a discount, which doesn't make anybody buy. Like if mm. Porsche put on a discount tomorrow, I still wouldn't buy Porsche. I'm not in the market. Mm. The discount doesn't sell the membership. It's the engagement of the needs analysis and then providing a solution. The, the discount or the offerings only make the, sweet, the deal sweeter. And that's when you go, right, well, hang on. If you get started today, opposed to in two days time, then the deal would be sweeter. I'll give you the classic example. I've got an yep. overnight stay bag, right? And it's falling apart. And I mean, like, it literally can't carry stuff in it. Not just like I'm unhappy with it, right? <laughs> and I've been using it till it's death because a friend of mine gave it to me. I packed it last night, as you know, I, went, um, I was going to stay overnight somewhere. And um, I just went, I need a bag. And my mother-in-law's looking for a Christmas present for me. So I went into the shop today and I said, this is a perfect bag. I'm going to get my mother-in-law to come down and get it. And I took a photo. So needs analysis tick. Uh, need for the product, extremely high. 
had she, she said to me, well, you could always get it now and we could leave it behind the counter. And I thought, well, she only lives in the next suburb. I'll just send her down. Yep. Had she given me 20% off or a deal or something else, I would have bought it and said, I've bought it. You can transfer the money back. Or I would have said, yes, hold it. There was no urgency to create the deal today. And that's all offers do is speed it up, you know? Mm. Yeah, good insights there. It's um, selling the right way into just discounting. But let's say we do, we are like, like okay, this is now coming up to December, January. Uh, what you'll see a lot in the gyms, don't pay anything till January. Don't pay anything till February. All that kind of stuff's going on now. <laughs> it's all happening now. Um, and, and then I like how you're talking about need analysis. There's a lot of ways to get around this conversation once you're selling to the needs analysis. Um, what are your thoughts on this time of year? And I'm throwing a hard question to you this time of year. It's the, it's the don't pay anything until January offer. Um, what are your thoughts on that? That campaigning doesn't work. Every single business I've run it in, if you're, if it works for you, do it. The, the, you know, the saying I have is if anything's working, keep it running, but if it's broken, mm. fix it. So I haven't seen that be effective anywhere. What I do is I say uh, pay $99 or, or join, uh, what is it? One month for $99. And so for the $99, they get, that's their joining fee. They get the whole of December free. So it's flipped. And then, so it's like, um, pay one month for 99, which would normally be 300, but yep. they've got to join a direct debit when they come in, see how it's all flipped and incentivized. Yep. So that'll also be our Facebook campaign for the, and it's geared up Christmassy. So people think they can give themselves a gift or whatever. So they come in, the, the key is this, most of us do pay now and get nothing till the end of the year and how it was invented to prevent people from going on suspension. So I think we've lost the way of why it was invented. So, because a lot of people, don't want to join because they don't want to join and then put their membership on suspension because in the consumer's mind they don't know their suspension they think why join i'm going on holidays for two weeks so it's to entice people to do that but i think the wording's not hitting it so for me it's one month for 99 they come in they pay their 99 i do give them the rest of december free but that's to avoid them going on suspension so most of the time they're like oh well um if i join now then i'm going on hold we're like well you're not paying anything anyway so you don't need to go on hold so it's a little bit of communication like that but again um join now and pay nothing till the end of the year well you've got to identify a problem it'd probably be like uh join now and you and, and your holiday time's covered or get get fit for Christmas and your holiday times included or something like that, make it relative because to them, there's too much jargon in it for us. And we've disconnected the, the suspension and the holidays, or we, we, we could even say join and we've got your holiday program covered now with online. Yeah. You know, it's join now you, and you, you've got an online program or if you're a personal trainer, join now, we'll give you a beach two week beach program to do in your holiday house, whatever it is, just needs to be more uh, practical. Yeah. yeah, and I think this time of the year too, it's a great advantage to uh, keep pushing, keep advertising because there's a lot of people that do stop in this time of the year. And what we've seen, what you'll see on Facebook, everybody is that um, it's that competition and people will definitely turn off for two months. They turn off the advertising campaign, they turn off their money, they'll start later. But this is a great time now because there's a lot of gaps in the marketplace and people are always searching. There's always people in different places searching for. So it's a good time to actually turn things on and even ramp things up. Yeah, totally. Most people will have time off between Christmas and New Year's and probably won't be away. So it's, a, I mean, that's one of my biggest weeks of selling in the year is between Christmas and New Year's and you can close out the year then. And you can just do like a no joining fee special for 
48 hours, New Year's Eve special, Boxing Day sale, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and we've had great success in many female-only clubs and PT studios with its like Boxing Day sale, do whatever you want to do, ends uh, on the 12 o'clock on the 31st. And, you know, I remember on the 31st, I think I sold 11 memberships in a day. Even when I had a, um, at InShape, I think I sold 30 memberships between uh, eight o'clock in the morning and 12 o'clock and I was pregnant. I was just like, oh my God, I'm running off my feet here by myself. So what the team had done is they'd worked really hard and then we closed out that. And I didn't make one phone call. The team had closed that out the week before and then they all took off on holidays and those people weren't even booked appointments. They were just from the closeout calls. So the best thing about closing out in December is you'll make your sales in January better. Like don't stop calling. It's so hard. People have got all the excuses in the world. You know, nowadays with technology, like do a Zoom face-to-face -to -face tour of the studio if they don't have time to come in. Well, would you like me to book you a Zoom? We'll have a quick talk like this for five minutes and then you could even lead them to joining online. You could even take their credit card over the phone and sign them up. There's many ways around that now and it's very acceptable to the consumer to do things like that. So there's no excuses anymore, but if you keep, I've always said this, if you keep busting your ass all the way through De um, December, you'll make January lucrative. You know, uh, January, and none of this, oh, January takes half the month to get going. January by far has been my biggest month ever, every year, because December sets it up. Love it. Some really good insights there. And um, I think it's because you're coming from your car. I always, whenever I speak to you, it's the, it's the, it's the, there's something in the car where you just think and there's less distractions. Is that, is that how it works? I think so. It's just, it, stay here in the gate. It's like blinkers. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Well, I guess a bit more relaxed in the car opposed to your home office, right? Yeah, totally. And I think this is what we're talking about, like, you know, longevity in the industry. It is about um, understanding the market. But I, before we wrap up, I, I do, I do want to highlight a few things here where when you are in this zone at the moment, you maybe have a team, you may don't have a team, but whatever you have, um, the one thing to stay longevity in this industry is, is to... Um, I always say, give yourself some creative space, uh, connect with people in this time, see what everyone else is doing. It doesn't have to cost you anything. It's just a conversation. You know what I mean? And um, it keeps the mind active and, and, and progressing in a way that it needs to progress. Because I think when you're in that zone and Amanda, you, you're in that zone and people, when, when people are struggling to get into that flow of business, that flow of marketing, um, that's what I always find to get me in that flow. It's you've got to find people that's in the flow already, so that so you can join. It's like a wave, you know. You got to get you got to get in the wave. Um, yeah, totally. You might crash, yeah. you might burn, um, but eventually you've got to ride some wave. Even if it's a short wave, a long wave, but you got to ride it. You will either ride the wave out, it will crash early. But the good thing about marketing today, not like back in the day, you, you actually can change things at a heart heartbeat versus. Um, mm you know, waiting for some print stuff to come out again every 12 months. Like I did a litter box drop last night, then it was our biggest success of the year. So that combined with socials, you know, it just blew out of the water. So, you know, um, so another thing about longevity is though, is you don't have to reinvent everything. So just on that point, um, if you get your December campaign in a, to a sweet spot where you're happy, I, we all lose members in December because everything slows down the cancellations drop a little bit as well and then January is where you really feel it back up and pick up the last two months of what you might have lost but if you're not focusing on January now there's going to be problems where you're down three months and then you can't rely on February March and April to pick you back up 
Um, and so what you've got to do is if December is good, then you slot it into your Excel spreadsheet. This is what we did in December and then January and then February and March and every year, once you get into a cycle, all you do is just repeat the same stuff you do every year. We just pull our posters out from the month before. So last year, last month, no wonder the campaign ran well. We ran the same campaign every single October for the last seven or eight years, every single October. So we come out, we know what we're doing. I know what we're doing and we just hit it, you know, and then it's just done. And um, we pull the posters out. They don't cost anything. We did a letterbox drop. It was exactly the same print that we printed before. So the consumers can see it. Maybe it's maybe it's um, reminds them or maybe they do have recollection of it. I don't think they do. We, we usually use the same print every single January. I know that sounds weird, but and I just changed the, the offer, but I just want them to start identifying with the materials. Um, but just, you don't need to, like, you don't have to sit here and go, oh my gosh, it's so tedious. Put something, just look at the last 12 months, what worked, put it in a calendar next year. You only need to do a third creative. And then the year after, you probably just need to start doing, just excelling in it. And that's how you become a master in marketing is, just redoing the things that worked and tweaking the ones that didn't. And so I don't ever have to plan a 12 month marketing calendar. I just go back through what we did last year and say, was I happy with it? If I do, then we rerun it, you know? Yeah. That's love the it. longevity. And that is the longevity is to remember what you did last year. And, and actually it's, it's almost like posting stuff on Facebook or images. You can use things twice. You can repost quotes. You can repost content. Nobody really, I mean, very few people would remember. Uh, what like no. I don't think anybody would remember what you did last year. That's for sure. Um, these are really good insights. Thanks, Amanda. Love being uh, here. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing you at our immersive uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, I hope this guys has helped. It's a bit of a quick in the car. Um, what's what's working? And most importantly, how do you stay longevity in the industry? Listen, some action points for this conversation. One, pull out um. What worked? What what you've been working on last year? So and don't have to invent the wheel right now. Um, the second point here was around ensuring that you're not switching off in December. So you so you have a great January and February setup success. You can't just turn on and expect things to uh, work well in January and February. So um, push it all the way through. And most importantly, um, like I think we'll always say here, discounts doesn't sell the membership. Um, it's around ensuring that you're selling it for the right reasons uh, for that prospect, understand what their needs are, do a needs analysis to actually get them moving. So there's three quick points. I think anybody can um, break open their wine as Amanda says on a Friday and you can stay in the creative zone and get it done and don't have to overthink it and go into the weekend knowing that you've done the best and you've closed out a good week um, of business. Thanks, Amanda. No worries. Good luck, everybody. Awesome, guys. Uh, if you like this episode, you can see more of this. Um, jump into our website, commarketing.com.au. You can sign up for some short courses. We've got one coming up at the moment. It's called the Fast Lead Program. Just for $27, you can get nine of the best organic marketing strategies to help you uh, grow your business in 2023. I'll catch you guys next time in the Marketing Muscle Up podcast show. Bye for now. <laughs>